Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. Is Nuwana's now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. One of my favorite songs ever. Welcome back. Happy Friday. A little talking heads for you on the way back. Nuwana's now, ESPN Radio. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? We talked a whole bunch of high school football. Went all the way around the wide world of sports as well with Rajim Seabrook. Uh, if you just joined us, one of the four Class AA quarterfinal playoff games that will play out tonight is already underway and, and three quarters of the way finished. Headed into the fourth quarter. Bozeman Gallatin leads Helena High 27 to 6. So we'll give you an update on that. You got an update even more up? He added another one, so oh, it's 34 wow. 6 now. So I would say, I mean, you don't want to count your chickens before they hatch. It's not over until the fat lady sings, whatever cliche you want to use, but I think Gallatin's probably moving on. So uh, great year by Helena High. Certainly they uh, they hit a, I mean, they ran into a kind of a buzzsaw because Bozeman Gallatin's really dang good. I mean, they got a Big Ten player in Quinn Clark, they got the Donkey Brothers who are electric. Yeah, Grant Vegan, Brett Vegan's son, who's a great quarterback. And uh, they got a great coach, too. Hunter Chandler's doing a heck of a job there at Bozeman Gallatin. So it looks like the Raptors will be into the semifinals of the Class AA playoffs, but we'll give you a final as soon as that one uh, does go final. We talked all the way around the wide world of sports and high school football playoffs. Heard from Dane Oliver of Missoula Sentinel. So uh, you can check it all out on the Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. What a morning we've had. I watched Carolyn eat a dozen eggs earlier today, and then uh, we went to the Land of Sparkles, and I'm still not sure I could even see because it was just so much. The Land of Sparkles. <laughs> what a crazy place. Carolyn Chicken Sports here uh, on ESPN Radio. Uh, we got some stuff in the works, but also um, just got the nice tour of the Jewelry Design Center, which is new here. In Missoula, and I mean, my goodness, what an awesome place. Like, cool. I, I was just blown away. So much good stuff in there. And also just such a cool process. I mean, this place, they not only broker jewelry, but they also design jewelry, custom-made stuff, and they just have so many cool things in there. And you can it's watch awesome. them make your jewelry, and that you can watch them clean your jewelry or redesign or break it down, whatever. It's got a sh- huge showroom, but then they have, like, the Santa's workshop in the back. And they also have, like, a sports museum in there as well, because right. Brian Toon, who's a friend of the show, a guy who uh, helped us out with our Grizz Greats 1995 podcast when we uh, commemorated the 25th anniversary of the uh, Grizz 95 National Championship team. That's when I first got to know Brian, and he has had these jewelry design centers both in Spokane and Tri-Cities, and now they're back in Missoula as well. I know he's so happy to be back, but he also has all this super cool Grizz memorabilia. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of cool. He had some stuff that I have never even seen before, and I feel like I've seen most of that kind of stuff. So, uh, cool place. Uh, more to come on those guys, but to Thanks to Brian for uh, showing us around today. Yeah, pretty cool. that was pretty awesome. Um, okay, so how are you doing? You, you had a dozen eggs. It's your birthday. Here you are. Are you still sick? I got this cold, but thanks to you and this cold buster. See, this is just like, we're just an infomercial for everything that's cool in Missoula. Thanks to the cold buster from Good Food Store, <laughs> I feel good as new. <laughs> it's unbelievable that you're married. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that someone actually put up with me? Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> That's funny you say that because I was talking to Andrew yesterday about 
he was talking about people who talk too much, and he said, I feel like everyone talks too much. And I said, my husband feels that way about me. <laughs> but he knew that going into it. Yeah, so. it's, it's funny, because we get Andrew to talk on the show way more than he talks in mm-hmm. normal life. Yeah. It's actually a great dichotomy that he's got going on there. It probably exhausts him, too. Like, he has to take a nap after. <laughs> For sure. I mean, imagine hanging out with both of us all the time. Right. All we do is talk. Um, okay. I know out, I'm exhausting. Checking out so. snow sports uh, here, drinking her cold buster. Is it mm-hmm. making you feel better? No, but I, it tastes yummy. That's good. Uh, it really is a great... Uh, Remedy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great remedy for sure. Yeah. Uh, Chicken Dozo Sports presented in part by Aspen Sound. I've been using my automatic car starter. We cleaned out the garage. And of course, uh, the my fiance gets the garage spot. Not of course, me. obviously. Of course, of course, obviously. So I've been needing my automatic car starter. So thank goodness I have one. Aspen Sound, great uh, for in-car stereo installations, but also automatic car starters. Go check them out there on Broadway. What, what do you got today? I have a few things. A lot of your favorite things have been going nuts in the in the news media this week. So, Well, I, I want to start off with a joke. This would be like if I were a late night host, okay. this would be my joke. Okay. Kim Kardashian's Skims, this is her company, her underwear company, yeah. is now the official underwear of the NBA. That's right. And that makes sense because the Kardashians <laughs> are the official girlfriends of the NBA. God. <laughs> what is a skim? Skims are like um, undergarments to make you like smooth out all the trouble spots. But then she also makes like just underwear and bras and stuff that are just normal. You know, they're just normal. So now the NBA guys are going to be wearing her undies. Wow. <laughs> They'll probably look great. In I them. mean, men's underwear, not women's. Sure. <laughs> I mean, some it's an of them. ironic endorser. Dennis Rodman there's, there's, might have There's worn not them. a lot of NBA guys that need to smooth out some problem spots. They're no, in the most premier shape in the world. It, like I said, it's not all shapewear. Mm, okay. It's like it's regular men's underwear too. But you know, when you're running around, you want to be held in place. So I think having yeah. extra support is a good thing. Have, we, have you ever considered how humans lived for like 12,000 years before worrying about any of this kind of stuff? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So then why do we make it so complicated? Why? A couple hundred years ago, all we were worried about was eating and surviving. Why can't you just laugh at my joke? <laughs> why does it have to become this? I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's a disease. Um, okay, so isn't okay so i actually am remembering this now there's some nfl guys doing this too isn't isn't nick bosa from the 49ers doing this too i think he's modeling like he's, he's modeling yeah. the skims so she i would probably out, model with my shirt off too if i looked like nick bosa she, well you maybe you could wear her shapewear <laughs> yeah right well <laughs> i don't think that's going to make me or anyone look like nick bosa nick bosa is uh, basically a one of one she launched a men's line in the last month and had a lot of nfl players or you know whatever modeling Rich get richer. That's right. That's okay. right. All right. She should have gotten that hot felon to model. Wait. Do you remember what? the hot felon? No. Like a, a couple of years ago, this this You guy, watch too much TV. No, this is a thing. Okay. There was a mugshot of this guy and, and he, he was hot. Well, so he was wanted or something, and sure. so they had his mug shot out. Oh, sure, and every woman in the world probably loved it because he's a bad boy. Well, he was beautiful, and then, <laughs> but then he had like the teardrop tattoo, which means he's murdered someone, right? Isn't that what the teardrop tattoo is? <sighs> You're the one that's a gangster. I don't yeah, know. That's right. I'm a gangster. Uh, but anyway, so sh- so then he like literally got a modeling contract when he got out of jail. <laughs> what a world! What a world! Uh, all right, what else you got? James Harden. Well, of course you do. He got his trade to the Clippers. He did get his trade to the Clippers. He said... Jim and I talked about this earlier in this Friday show. Okay. 
From He's, a sports perspective. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you from my perspective. Okay, Kelly. This wait. man is just uncoachable. Well, that's right. He I said... Mean, sorry, ruined like three teams. <laughs> but his quote the other night was, I felt like I was on a leash. I had lack of freedom on the court or whatever they play on. The court, yes, that's correct. <laughs> like, why would you have freedom? The coach tells you what to do, and you do it, and uh, that's man. what happens. Well, there is a lot of improvisation and uh, freelancing that does go on in basketball. That actually is where James Harden is at his best, but I don't know. He's. I wish it did, that would just end. He said he's not a system player. He's the system. Well, that's because that's what he was in Houston. It really is what they need to do, but from a pure basketball perspective, I mean, this is a going to be a disaster in my personal opinion because it's not just James Harden Russell Westbrook is also on that team and he also is thinks he's the system and needs the ball all the time and Kawhi Leonard is also on that team and he also thinks that yeah the Clippers are just watch them go down in flames mark my word you can't have like if you were to pick the four most talented guys from the most recent generation you got some cold buster on your shirt I'm I'm rubbing off on you I spill myself every day don't worry uh, if you were to pick the four guys that are the most talented, I guess Kawhi Leonard, you can't say he's necessarily an underachiever because he's won multiple titles and he's been the finals MVP. He led the Raptors to the championship. That was before he got hurt. Who? Kawhi Leonard. But honestly, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden are like three of the five guys that are like the most talented, also underachieving players of their entire generation. Now you have all three of them on the same team in a big market in the NBA. This could go so bad. Why are they underachieving if they're so talented? Because they're so oh, conceited? Man, I think that's a really good question. Thanks. It takes so much to be uber talented and also remain driven. Interesting. Okay. If it comes easy to you, then you don't have to work hard. I'm not saying these guys don't work hard. They obviously worked really hard. And Russell Westbrook has played really hard throughout his career. They just don't have the 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 killer instinct to grasp the moment. Like... The, the, it takes this certain mentality to be able to get over the top, like the Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality. It, it's just not that common in people. How sad. Like, how sad when you're given this opportunity that you're just going to blow it by being a jerk. Yes. Paul George has had... Uh, Paul George is sort of soft, but he's also had some really bad injuries. Russell Westbrook is just erratic. Like, he's just... he's just His greatest strength is his greatest weakness. He goes as hard as anybody in the history of the NBA, but he also goes too hard sometimes, and he's just completely out of control. And he's also just like very demonstrative and just angry all the mm. time. And then James Harden is just James Harden. He's just yeah. He's, well, we'll just watch the Clippers fail, and that will be that. Well, it, it's just back to the norm. Like the Clippers failing, it was just like death and taxes until they got Chris Paul and Blake Griffin for like half a minute, and then they ruined that. And then they've been—I mean—they mortgaged the entire future of their franchise to get Paul George and uh, and Kawhi Leonard, and then they haven't. They haven't done anything, so it's just standard Clippers. It's just they should just move. They should just move. They like should leave LA. They should leave LA. Where would you send them? Because the, you're just never going to overcome the Lakers. I mean, the right. Lakers are one of the most popular franchises in the all of sports. You know, LA is a Lakers town, and that is it. Right. Where would you send them? Seattle. Isn't there a, a Seattle team or in San Seattle? Diego? No. <laughs> Isn't there a team in Seattle? Was it the Supersonics? The Supersonics left Seattle some 14 years ago. They were there, yes. They're not there anymore. Oh, sorry. Okay, you got some more homework for you. Watch <laughs> Sonic Gate. This will be great fodder for the okay. show. Watch about how Clay Bennett and the Oklahoma Oil Men stole the Seattle Supersonics from Seattle and moved them to Oklahoma City. Is that what now is the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City? Oklahoma City Thunder is what the Seattle Supersonics used to be. 
Interesting. So the Sonics drafted Kevin Durant, and then Oklahoma City dr- stole the team, and Kevin Durant went to the Thunder instead of s- Seattle. Okay, so the Seattle Clippers, I like it, or San Diego Clippers. San Diego Clippers, that's what they used to be. Oh, that's why. And it then they good moved to, to LA. Me. Yeah, why? They should just move back to San Diego. Yeah, go back, guys. I don't know why pro sports teams move away from San Diego. The Chargers should have never left San Diego either. San Diego's so sweet and so much better than L.A. San Diego's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chicken Ozone Sports here on ESPN Radio. It's probably presented by Buff City Soap. Uh, we sent uh, Rajim into Buff City yeah, Soap. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, actually, he, he, he heard this on the show and said, I'm going in there. But uh, he said that the the uh, spend $50 and get free soap deal is just like where it's at. He got all hooked up. He got Christmas presents. He got birthday presents. He got everybody Yeah, and then he even set up away. his daughter and a couple friends to make little bath bombs, have a little bath bomb party. So I mean, cute. so cute. But right now at Buff City Soap, this weekend only through November 5th, you have a $30 holiday candle bundle. You get a two-wick two wick candle, yeah. um, a soap, bath bomb, or a shower fizzy for $30. And they just dropped their new season, their new holiday season scents. Mm. And I'm actually popping in there after to get a candle because I got a creme brulee candle like Whoa. in October. To make you hungry? It just smells so good. <laughs> My, I mean, the smell is delicious. And... <laughs> I'm almost, I've almost burned through the whole thing, which is wow. like, I burn it every day. Wow. So Buff City Soap in the Northgate Plaza up by Albertsons on North Reserve. Check them out. Great holiday stuff. They're also going to have weekly specials every week from now through Christmas or actually through New Year's. That's so easy. make sure you follow along, get on their Instagram and or join Or just their, go there. Or just go there. Just go there. You're going to have something that's on special. Great deals. Thanks, Buff City Soap. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay. That's <laughs> you that. You can also follow what it's for What else you got? Okay, Connor Stallions. We talked about him last week. This is... Uh, this is the spy. The University is, of Michigan spy. Gate. I can't believe this. I can't wait for the Netflix movie on this, though. This Imagine, is going to be like, so the fun. the level of obsession that you have to have to make this your life. Yeah, he's got issues. For sure. Yeah. This guy's literally spy, like going to games across the country and spying to steal information from Michigan. And then like this last week, the story got completely inflamed because he, there was pictures of him yes. dressed as a Central Michigan coach, coach on the sidelines. Side he had like a practically a Groucho Marx like glasses, mustache, and hat on, like trying to be in disguise. Amazing that no one there noticed that. Now, you said the Central Michigan coach is from Missoula. Jim McElwain is the Central Michigan coach. Jim McElwain is a uh, Sentinel alum. He played quarterback at Eastern Washington, then rose to the ranks. He was the offensive coordinator for Eastern and then at Montana State. And then he uh, his career rapidly accelerated until he was the offensive coordinator at Alabama, then became the head coach at Florida. And uh, then he's since matriculated to Colorado State and now is at Central Michigan. He's one of the most famed uh, Missoulians. So let's call him. In the college football world. You have his number. I definitely have his number. Let's call him. I don't think that's good for him. I can't just call Jim McElwain and be like, hey, it's the radio guy. Tell us about the guy on the sidelines. What if we explain it's me? He'll be cool. (laughs) It's the world famous Carol and the ticket has no sports. She really needs the scoop on Connor Stallions. I'm just saying... Let's do it. <laughs> Let's just call him right now. You're not into it. I'm not into okay. it. Okay. Well, this is wild, and I can't wait to see how much more happens. And I'm like, when he did this dressing up as the Central Michigan coach, 
Is that some violation? I mean, it's that's all why vi- you can't just call Jim McElwain because Jim McElwain is probably totally taken aback by this. Like he obviously didn't know, and I'm sure he's sitting there thinking, "Well, how didn't I know?" But then also, how would I know? And it's just like this total. Mess. There's like eight thousand coaches on the side. No, no, that's right. Yeah, I mean, that's and not you're all his doing fault. Your thing he's and, busy coaching. And now you just see this is the color. Exactly. They, they were that red, and yeah. you're just like, "Oh, that guy, he's a trainer or something." Totally. I mean, I could see how it could slip by. I'm, I'm not sure. blaming anyone except Connor Stallions, but. I'm just curious, like, at what will there be some charges brought? Like, is this trespassing? Like, what? On one hand, when stuff like this happens with these f- people that are just so freakishly obsessed with um, sports, I, sometimes I think, okay, I, I feel bad for these people. Mm-hmm. And then also sometimes I think, man, I'm sort of envious because I just wish that I cared about anything as much as these people care about th- this stuff. I think there's a balance. <laughs> there's definitely a balance. <laughs> like you can care. Dedicating your life to spying on right. college football kids right. to influence Michigan's results is so bizarre. Especially when you're, unless he's betting on it and like making money off of it. Right, but he has like this whole manifesto, right? That he says he's going to bring Michigan back to glory and like right. he's going to be the Bill Belichick of Michigan. And right. It's so it's so not weird. about money. It's like some weird obsession. I wonder what his bedroom looks like. Oh my gosh. So many pictures of I bet Jim it's, Harbaugh. I bet it's um, got a big University of Michigan flag. For sure. I bet there's jerseys. I'm, I'm sure. There's probably a lock of someone's hair. <laughs> a jockstrap? I wonder who it is. Probably a jockstrap. You know who's a Michigan alum? Who? Tom Brady. Really? Yes. Huh. Did not know that. <laughs> I'm shocked that you didn't know that. <laughs> I was going to ask you who the the most recent Heisman Trophy winner for Michigan was, but then I realized you don't even know that Tom Brady went there, let alone who the most recent Heisman Trophy winner for Michigan is. I wouldn't even know the recent Heisman Trophy winner is. <laughs> Should I know that? That's true, too. The recent, most recent Heisman Trophy winner is Caleb Williams, the uh, uh, yeah, quarterback, quarterback at USC. Hmm. Never heard of him. All right. So we'll, this will be fun to watch, this Connor Stallions. I might have to write a script for this movie. Okay. Because <laughs> this could be a really fun. Yeah. I just I'll just add that to my things to do list. Yeah. Yeah, the most recent Heisman Trophy winner by the way for Michigan is Charles Woodson. Never heard of him. Yeah, the only defensive player in the last, I don't know, 60 years to win the Heisman. Oh, that's nice. Yep. Usually it's a quarterback. Usually it's a quarterback or a running back, yep. Oh, okay. Well, congrats to what's his name? Charles Whitson. Charles Whitson. <laughs> yes. He certainly is appreciative of your congrats. He's only one of like the fifty greatest football players of all time. And definitely I mean I think probably arguably the greatest Michigan player of all time. Oh, that's fighting words for Tom well, so Brady. Tom Brady wasn't that good in college. Tom Brady split time. That's mm. why he was a six round draft pick. Yeah. They were screwing around and they were trying to empower Drew Henson and then it was this whole deal. It wasn't until he started shooting up that children's blood thing you were telling me about. Oh my God. The adrenaline. Adrenochrome. Yeah, adrenochrome. Anyways, <laughs> what else is here on the Chicken Doesn't That was a joke, everybody. I, it's, yeah. All right. Sort of. <laughs> Magic Johnson has become the fourth athlete to become a billionaire. Do you know who the other three are? Tiger Woods. Yes. Michael Jordan. Yes. Do, 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 Naomi Osaka. Do, do. LeBron, baby. Oh, of course, LeBron James. Naomi Osaka was the highest earning uh, athlete in the world last year. Good. It's something. It's good for a lot of reasons. It's also just weird. Why? Oh, man. There's just so much like self exploitation going on there. And I also think that she is, uh, I mean, she certainly has been very 
transparent about her struggles, but I also think so much of her struggles come from being overexposed. Yeah. It's like this vicious cycle. Right. I also think that she gets exploited a lot because of what she looks like. And yeah. Well, I mean, welcome to marketing in exactly 2023. That's right. just kind of how it goes. But yeah. I don't know. Good for I mean, good for her overall. But well, good for just, Magic Johnson. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's made money in so many different ways. I mean, Jordan's obviously made money because of endorsements and his and Jordan. I mean, the brand of Jordan right. for sure. Um. LeBron Inc. is something crazy. Tiger Woods Inc. is something crazy. Uh, Magic Johnson is like a virtuoso entrepreneur, though. I mean, he's made money in so many different ways. I know. He's got his movie theaters. Which is like the number one thing, right? I mean, does he have hundreds of them now? Hun probably. He's got some TGI Fridays. Nice. Or he did. I don't know if he still does. I'm sure he has a car dealer or two, right? I mean, has to. Um. So, yeah, I'm happy for Magic Johnson. He's come a long way since, you know... The situation. <laughs> the situation, <laughs> that's right. God. I'm, I am genuinely happy for him. I like him a lot. I, I love think. Magic Johnson. Yeah, so um, uh, these. this is what I like to see. These athletes taking their money, investing wisely, and living happily ever after. Mm -hmm. That makes me happy. Magic Johnson also owns a Iowa-based life insurance company worth $26 billion. Wow. He also has uh, a variety of Starbucks. Oh. Uh, and he also has 60% uh, shareholds in Equitrust. I'm not sure what that is. but You know what has a nice ring to it? What's that? Magic Johnson presents the chick who doesn't know sports. Wow, let's call him. Yeah, I mean, that could really take him over the top. That really could. <laughs> that would really be uh, tremendous. Yeah. Um, my favorite Aaron Rodgers got a little uh, ego bruising this week. What did he do? So the Jets punter... By the way, what's the difference between a punter and a kicker? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm asking. I don't know. I don't even explain this to somebody that doesn't even watch football. Okay, so the kicker is who kicks the field goals. Yes. And then the, the point after the touchdown. You score a touchdown, then you kick a PAT, Kay. right? And then they also do the kickoffs. Okay. When they change possession. Okay. Punters are who punt. Like when the offense stalls out and they didn't score, and they, they on fourth down, they punt it to the other team, that's the punter. You well, don't even know. Why would they be different? Because it's a totally different skill. Okay. I mean, they both <laughs> kick a ball with their foot. That's right, but one is off the ground and one is mm -hmm. dropping it on your foot. You think that's really a different set of skills? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Go tell these guys to make millions of dollars doing it. I'm happy there's, for there's, them. There's some, like the kid at Montana State right now punts and kicks, although he probably just lost his kicking job because he hasn't made a field goal in like three weeks. Oh, laces uh, out or laces out? Yeah, right. Uh, the kid at Idaho, Ricardo Chavez, he is a punter and a kicker. See, you can do uh, both. How about this? He kicks with one foot and punts with the other foot. Oh, that's cool. He's ambidextrous. Yes. Now, could, if you did both and you were drafted, do you get paid for two different positions? Uh, if there was somebody that was good enough as a punter and a kicker, then I think that, yes, they would be very... Um, Sought after. I who's the Jets punter? Thomas? I don't know. Okay, but it's his wife called Aaron Rodgers Andrew Rodgers in a in an interview. Okay, and um, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, why is his wife getting interviewed? I don't know, but she called him Andrew Rodgers, and you just know Aaron Rodgers probably was like, "What? You don't know my name?" Oh my god! And I love that. Okay. Well, and then Aaron Rodgers was trolling this guy or something. I don't know. I just saw someone made didn't say his name right, and it made me giggle. 
Uh, well, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show, he said, the the punter, by the way, is is um, Thomas Morstead. He's been a punter for a long time Okay, in the NFL. Never heard uh, of on Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers said, Thomas has been a good friend. His wife doesn't really know my name. She called me the wrong name when she met me. She called me Andrew. So I'm not sure who she thought I was, but that's a little joke between Thomas and I and Daphne. I think that's her name. I don't even know. I think her name is Diana or Daphne or something. Probably neither of those. Who really knows? Oh, Andrew Rogers. So funny. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Rogers. Okay, let's call him that from now on. Andy. Andy. Just like Kyle Irving? Kyrie Irving, yes. That's what the Clippers need to just really complete their trifecta. Get Kyrie. Oh my! In there. It would just burn to the ground. Yeah, it's gonna like they're like uh, no one's playing tonight because no one will get <laughs> off the bench. Get Ben Simmons <laughs> over there too. No one is now ESPN Radio. Chicken doesn't know sports. Uh, proudly presented by the Hype House as well as Hot House Yoga. I've been. Uh, I got it back in my routine. I canceled my Tuesday nine o'clock, mm. so I can start going back to the Hype Strength. That's been really good. Those c- classes are incredibly hard. So many push-ups. Gosh. Yeah. Um, I went to Hot House yesterday, and it was glorious. It's wild how hard yoga can be. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. But it also, that's the thing. We always say it's so hard, but we we don't want to deter people from going. No, no, no. Because it's the perfect kind of hard. It's like the teachers always say, showing up is the hardest part. Right. Because once you're in there, it is hard. But what, what you feel like afterwards, it's it's as much of an endorphin release as you can get in any form. Yeah. It is like one of the greatest drugs in the history of the world. 100%. It makes you feel unreal. Yeah. I went in there and I said, I'm not feeling great. So I don't know if I'll stay the whole class. And she said, okay, I'm just glad you're here. And then I, there was no way I was going to leave. It was just so glorious. Well, I'm glad. Uh, Hot House Yoga, downtown Missoula. Hype House located on Tool Avenue, right across the street from uh, DraftWorks. Uh, go check them both out. Great places to uh, enhance your fitness and mindfulness. What else you got? Well, you kind of, um, I wanted to make one more joke about the Clippers with all oh, those ba- players. Yeah. So name them all again. The ones that we said would be. Russell Westbrook, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, James Harden, uh, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons. Okay, ready? I'm ready. We're sorry. The game is canceled tonight because the whole team is pouting in the locker room. Thank you. Well, I'll while, be here all night. While making over $100 million combined. <laughs> They're counting their money and pouting. That's, that's right. What are you doing? <laughs> I, just, I, I, I got up to get this because there's a nice note in here for you. I was oh, going to share okay. with you. I'm laughing at you because you're okay. holding your paper like you're like, let's just end right up. Let's just end. Carol, she goes on sports here on Nuanas Now each Friday. Uh, every year, we have an annual tradition. Love this. Our great friend Joe Toth, who is a loyal, loyal listener for years and years and years. One of Joe's favorite uh, sort of hobbies is he compiles all the various bus miles for the high school playoffs throughout the state of Montana. Because especially at the small school levels, some of these trips are unbelievable. Like for example, Arlie and Fairview had to play at each other. That uh, Fairview had to go to Arlie. That's a 589-mile bus trip one way. Oh, my God. Baker, which is eight miles from North Dakota, was in Florence last week. That was also 575-plus miles. So Joe goes through each classification and writes down the total mileage trips for all of the playoff matchups, and he, then he hand-delivers these to I us. I know. It's all handwritten uh, and everything. Every year, which is amazing. Um but he says, he always writes a nice letter. Uh, he says, um, at the end of this, I just want to share this with you. He said, keep up, uh, good luck and keep up the great work on your show. It just keeps getting better and better. I just can't believe it. I really love Marty on Monday Afternoon Quarterback. And who doesn't love the chick who doesn't know sports? Take care. Says, love, Aww, Joe. that was sweet. Yep. Thanks. Here you are. Happy birthday, Caroline. Thanks.
There you go. Check it out on Sports here on ESPN Radio. The showdown. A little bit more than 24 hours away. Sac State in Missoula. Seven versus four. Andy Thompson, a former Grizz. First time ever as a head coach. Leads the Sac State Hornets in the belly of the beast. Washington Grizzly Stadium. Andy Thompson joins us next. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultylaw.com. One, two, three. What is now on ESPN Radio. Here's hockey on the road. They are in Utah. Puck drops for their game tonight against Utah State in Logan at 715. You can find all the action on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN MT app. If you want to watch it with some friends or some uh, new folks, head on over to Buffalo Wild Wings right across the street from us here on Radio Way, Buffalo Wild Wings. I'll be streaming Grizz hockey games all season long, especially when they're on the road. It's a fun time. Well, we're into November, and how fun is November going to be? We got a whole bunch of big-time matchups coming up, including one Saturday night under the lights at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Sacramento State, the number seven team in the FCS, plays at Montana, number four in the FCS. I feel like every week we're talking about top ten matchups. Head coach of the Sac State Hornets, Andy Thompson, joins us yet again here uh, on Nuanas Now. Coach, appreciate you taking so much time today and throughout the season. Uh, First of all, what do you think of just about the way that the league's going so far? I mean, it's been kind of all over the place, and uh, we still have four teams, at least four teams, uh, in contention for the Big Sky title and four teams ranked in the top seven in the United States right now in the FCS. So, I mean, what have you thought of the league so far? Uh, very competitive, um, really good football, good coaching. Each week, you know, there's presenting different challenges with scheme. I know for us, the last couple of weeks, going from, you know, a team that ran the ball a lot um, to a team that was, you know, throwing the ball a lot. Just the league's got a little bit of everything, and, and I'm sure it's exciting for fans to watch. As a coach, it's it's uh, a challenge to get your guys ready to go every week, but it's a lot of fun and enjoyed it. Well, that's an interesting fold, right, is just from a defensive perspective. And you've been a defensive coordinator and a defensive coach in this league for so long. There is such variable styles, right? And one week you might play Montana State, who wants to run the ball all the time, and then the next week you play Idaho State like you guys did last week, and you know they want to throw it every down. So, I mean, the mental adjustments, how important is it for guys to be able to sort of plan and adjust on the fly? How challenging is it to make game plans in this league? It's definitely a challenge, and then, you know, uh, not just game plans, but uh, the players you go against, um, the different 
styles, you know, on offense or defense. Uh, you know, even you know, you look at defensive styles from what Montana State was four down, and 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 then you go to Idaho State that's playing three three five, and then this week, you know, Montana's in you know their structure with their their three down front, four down front. So yeah, both sides of the ball. Same thing in the kicking game. Um, just those are big, and then just the amount of of personnel changes each week. You know, two weeks in a row we faced. You know, you have teams that are using multiple quarterbacks, multiple running backs. I think we, we had six different running backs, you know, carry a ball last week. So we're in the same boat as everybody else. But that, yeah, that is a challenge to, to get your guys prepared to what they might see and what they actually are going to see. So you do have to be able to have players that can make adjustments in game. And, and, uh, and you also have to have players that consistently um, work in practice so that you're continuing to improve. Well, last week, uh, you guys had a, an awesome performance against what was one of the hottest teams in the league in Idaho State, and, and you took care of business 51-16. And uh, I know uh, sort of the emergence of a, of a young quarterback that kind of had a breakout performance. So, I mean, just take us through uh, your guys' win a week ago. I thought we played our best team um, second half as a team, you know, best half of football we played, um, where offense, defense, and special teams were playing against a, a good opponent. Idaho State was giving us some challenges, but I thought in the second half we did a good job. I did think, and you probably can't tell from, you know, the TV copy, but the wind was a huge factor, and we had the wind in the third quarter, and it was whipping pretty good, and we took advantage of that on, uh, on all three phases, you know, with our kicking game, being able to kick it deep and creating you know, good field position, and then we're able to get some takeaways. So, and then it had some explosive plays, and I do think that's you know kind of our recipe is is those three things: is, is you know create good field position, win the turnover battle, and and have explosive plays. And so I thought for one half of football, we did really well. Now it'd be, it'd be great if we could do that for two halves. We haven't really done that yet this year. We've we've had pockets where the offense plays well and the defense struggles, or the defense plays well and the offense struggles. Same thing with the special teams. So looking to try to put a full quarter game together. But I did think we did well for for a half last week. Andy Thompson here on Nuanas Now. He's the head coach of the Sac State Hornets. They are in Missoula Saturday night. Yet another Big Sky After Dark game for all of you fans out there. These night games, they're going to be the death of me. But uh, they're fun for everybody else out there. I know they are. What, what do you think of night games, Coach? I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it because, um, <laughs> you know, they don't ask my opinion. Uh, you're one of the only people who ask my opinion. They just schedule the games and they tell us, hey, this is when you show up. And I know I love coaching. I love Saturdays if it's night or in the morning. Um, just like you, if you get done early in the day, you actually feel like you might have a little bit of normalcy where you sit on the couch and you see your kids and you talk to them instead of getting home at you know 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever, we're going to get home. Um, but I feel like, man, I'm coaching football, so I can't complain much about when we get to do that. Um, for a, for a living because I'm, I'm I do really enjoy my job. It's hard to complain when you're involved in football and you get to be inspired by all these young guys all the time. It's a yep. it's a pretty good gig, man. Well, t- take us through uh, take us through just the, the dynamic there at quarterback. I mean, Caden Bennett has been great for you guys so far, and looked like maybe he got banged up a little bit. No need to reveal that either way. But what do you think of Carson Conklin coming in and having such a great debut? I mean, a freshman throwing for 235 yards and three touchdowns, pretty impressive. 
Yeah, I thought I thought both those guys have, have, have done a great job. And, and Carson Camp played earlier in the year, and he actually played last week too. And so I feel like we've got three really good quarterbacks that do a great job. And, and all of them are at different stages of their career. And, you know, we're lucky to have those guys. And, and uh, whoever's in there, the goal is the same, is, is to try to score points. And, and how we do that and how efficiently we do that really helps our team a ton. But very excited about all of them. And I think all of them at different parts of the year, I'm talking even, you know, during training camp, have really improved. And uh, I, I like the development. Coach Frescas has done a great job with them. Um, it's not an easy offense all the time because we, we ask them to do a bunch of different things. And uh, I'm, I'm seeing improvement just like our team. You know, it takes a lot to make the quarterback play well. You know, other guys got to play around them. But I do think uh, that second half and even early, you know, the, the first drive uh, we had with KB when it went down the field and scored um, – there was definitely progress um, from from where we've been at. Well, coming into November now, we have all sorts of different crossover matchups and a whole bunch of different scenarios. I know everybody that's uh, still fighting for this Big Sky title certainly is just trying to take care of business of what's in front of them. But, um, I mean, what do you think of this opportunity your team has uh, starting with your, your game in Missoula on Saturday night? A great opportunity, a fun environment for the players and coaches to go to in the fact that, you know, it's uh, so electric in that stadium. And so I know our guys always uh, look forward to getting an opportunity to play in front of people. And, and um, so that'll be, that'll be fun. That's a challenge. Um, definitely. It's so loud in that stadium. So you got to be ready to go. And so um, I'm really excited, excited for our guys to, uh, you know, step up to the challenge. It's going to be a heck of a challenge when you're playing a team that's seven and one has been so dominant especially the last three games they've really really played good football and coach out does such a good job in, in in all three areas special teams offense defense and but you know that's that's why you're in football is, is for again saturdays in the fall especially in november when when games matter so gotta have a great week of practice and, and I, I know the guys will be coming out and, and competing this week and be ready to go Andy Thompson here on ESPN Radio. He's the head coach of Sacramento State there in Missoula uh, on Saturday night. And coach, it's uh, very few and far between teams that have three-game winning streaks over the Grizz, pretty much in the modern era ever. And it's also very rare that anybody has three-game winning streaks when Bobby Houck is the head coach of the Grizz. But uh, you guys at Sac State, you got both. So, I mean, does that play a factor in this week's game? And if so, how? No, it doesn't at all. Different team, different coaches, different players. You know, week to week, everything, you know, changes, um, you know, who's playing and who's not playing. So don't spend a lot of time on the past. Um, I do think our guys, um, again, have, have, have continued to try to improve this year. And I hope, you know, we have a chance to do that. But no, nothing from the past really affects anything from this game going forward. We got to we got to do a good job. And uh, I appreciate you, you know, you know, recognizing our program for what we've done i'm not i'm not ignoring that but it won't have any factor on this saturday's game well let's talk about the matchup then because uh, i think it's going to be an awesome one uh, we'll, we'll first start with uh, where montana's made so much hay not only this year but uh, most of the time and that's on defense and uh, their defense uh I, i'm so impressed with a variety of factors but but mostly just how well they tackle and how hard they play so when you, when you turn on the grizz film what do you see and uh I mean, what is the sort of first step to preparing for uh, such an aggressive attack like they run? I think it starts up the middle, you know, with uh, number 99, um, and then it works back. 
you know, with 37 and 42 and, you know, 35, all those guys. And then their safeties have, have really played well also in their corners. And I, I do think, you know, their, their scheme's a little bit different this year. Mm-hmm. UTC, um, I do think they're doing some, some good things with, you know, zone coverage and how they're, how they're um, attacking offenses. Um, and they're, they're very well coached on that side of the ball with multiple positions. So, again, I think, I think the combination of guys, like you said, that just, just don't play hard, I don't think that's given them enough credit. They have great technique, um, but they also are, are put in really good positions. It makes it tough to move the football against them. So we're going to have to be sound and we're going to have to be fun. Our fundamentals are going to have to be good. And uh, uh, it's a tough challenge. But again, I, I do think they do a good job of putting their players in a good spot. And their players do a really good job of executing calls and tackling. And on the other side, several different iterations of what we've seen out of Montana offensively, and uh, saw, and you know, like like Sac State saw the emergence of a freshman quarterback come in last week against Northern Colorado, and maybe back to a two quarterback scheme there for for Montana. We'll see. But uh, what do you see on the Grizz offense, and what are the challenges on that side? Kind of, kind of very similar. You know, they have a bunch of different schemes that they can attack you with. QB run, um, throwing the football, running the ball. I'm really, really impressed with their running back, um, number 10. I think he's he's as good as one they've had in, in a long time, and he's been really explosive. And I, I do think, you know, it's it starts with that. You know, their, their run game, if you don't take care of that, you're going to get a heavy dose of it. I just watched our game from last year. I think they ran the ball 52 times against us. And so you got to be ready to go uh, stopping the run and then yeah I uh, he's 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 a I know his dad and he actually visited us last year kind of unofficially and he was out here doing some camps and he's a good player we were recruiting him um, but he committed to, to Montana but they've got two good quarterbacks probably really three that, that they can play so they give you a lot of different looks and uh, it, it, like I've talked about it's, it's a challenge to go against them well, I know I've asked you this many times throughout your, your career, but, uh, I mean, I know you got a lot of ties to Missoula. You played football here. Uh, you're married to a gal from here. So, I mean, what's it like coming back here now as a head coach this year? Ah, it doesn't, doesn't feel any different right <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, I'm so busy trying to, to help our team prepare. I haven't thought a ton about it other than, you know, I get a chance to see some family. My wife's you know, definitely going to head on the trip with us. Uh, my, my son actually has got a championship pop order game, so he two of my sons will be here because they got that going. So I want to have the whole family there. Um, they actually have never been in the stadium uh, my oldest I think one time so they're not going to get to go but it is it is uh, fun to see family when I go but more importantly you know it's it's my job to have our team ready and prepared and um, it just happens to be in Montana this week so I'm really focused on that part of it. Well it's always a great experience uh, for teams just because it is such a great venue and it's going to be uh, rocking Saturday night for sure so I mean how do you yeah. hope your team embraces the experience and what are the keys of the matchup overall for Sacramento State? Yeah, I, I do think you got to handle, you know, um, going in the stadium because they, they create a ton of momentum when they make plays. And so you got to be able to really be mindful and, and uh, stay in the next play and not let, you know, one bad play create uh, another bad play. And so we'll talk about being mindful. We'll talk about being resilient. And I think those two things will be a huge part of, of our success or not success. Um, and then you, you really do, um, you have to play all three phases together. You can't just have one side of the ball that does well or, or doesn't do well you got to play as a team and that'll be critical and so you, you know you heard me talk you know field position you know takeaways and, and explosive plays are a huge part either getting that done or eliminating that from your opponent so those are the things we'll be talking about all week 
He's Andy Thompson, head coach of Sacramento State, the Hornets in Missoula, Saturday night coach. We appreciate the time, as always. Safe travels. Best of luck on Saturday and look forward to seeing you. But uh, thanks for being here. All right. Appreciate you having me on. Have a great one. Andy Thompson, Grizz alum. He's been in the big sky for, I mean, you count the time as a player. He's been in the big sky for more than half his life. Played in Montana from 99 to 2003. He's from Walla Walla, Washington. Came to Montana as a quarterback, then switched to linebacker. Uh, was a good linebacker, was a, a, a strong contributor in his senior year, 2003, for the Grizz on a Big Sky title team. Uh, that was subsequently Bobby Houck's first year at the helm. And uh, then Coach Thompson, uh, he coached at a small school for a minute, but then joined Jerome Sowers' staff in 2006 at Northern Arizona. He was there at NAU for, uh, I think, 12 years. And then he joined Troy Taylor's staff at Sacramento State. And uh, was the D.C. there for three years and then took over. And this is his first year as a head coach. And he's got the Hornets as the number seven team uh, in the United States. But this will be an interesting experience because he has coached in Missoula many, many times uh, on the opposing sideline. This will be his first time as a head coach, though. Will that play a factor in the game? We'll talk some factors tomorrow night's game to take you home here on this Friday. Take it, uh, keep it right here. You want us now? ESPN Radio. Television. Come on, now ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on this Friday. I'm Coulter Nuanez. We're coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missing anything the show today? You can always find it on the Nuanez Now podcast, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. Probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business. Also presented by the M Store. Need some Grizz gear before the blackout tomorrow? The M Store has a ton of it. Go check them out there on the corner of Broadway and Higgins in Missoula. And the Bobcats are at home, so you need some blue and gold? Hit up the MSU Bookstore or visit msubookstore.org. We'll be live from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot tomorrow. We'll be down there. I'll be down there mid-afternoon, probably about 2.30, 3 o'clock. We'll be rolling live on the radio between 4 and 5, our ESPN College Game Day pregame show returns for yet another week. I'll have both my main guys next to me. Ryan Tutel on one side, Rajim Seabrook on the other side. So very much looking forward to that. So coming out with us, uh, if you'd like, Sacramento State, number seven in the FCS, plays at Montana, number four. Uh, it's a 6 p.m. kickoff. It's a night game. It's a blackout. It's sure to be a crazy evening in Missoula and very much looking forward to it. We're going to break down in depth who to watch for Sac State, the, the ins and outs of this football game, whether matchups and all that, they're going to dictate how this thing plays out. But I'll give you just a couple ones right now. First of all, I do think there's an element of mystery on, at the quarterback position at bo- on both sides. Caden Bennett has been the dude at Sac State, but he got I, I think he got knocked out last game. It was hard to tell. He, he got hit, and then he didn't come back in, and Carson Conklin, who's a true freshman, he took over, and he went nuts. He threw for 245 yards and three touchdowns. And he looked great. In Missoula, Montana rotated back and forth with Clifton McDowell and uh, Kaylee Ayat. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see which quarterbacks rise to the forefront. I also think, though, that the, the bread and butter matchup in this thing is going to be the bread and butter matchup most of the time. The Grizz lean so heavily on their defense and on their special teams. And they're going to do that again. Sac State's offensive line has been banged up. The Grizz are going to bring the house like they always do. How do they react to that? And my number one storyline in this game, though, is how does Andy Thompson 
handle being a head coach in Missoula for the first time. Coach Thompson is an awesome coach, but now he's the head coach, and it's going to be a unique experience playing at his alma mater. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow. Maybe we'll see you on Monday. No one is now ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home and uh, I saw some kids running around with their shirt it. on and it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you but when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> the <laughs> University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that but, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just want to make sure uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.